Episode 7, Eliminating Shonyu, Good or Bad for Han Dynasty. Hi, and welcome to Stuff You Missed in Chinese History. I'm Patrick Flannery. To understand why the Eastern Han and not the stronger Western Han eliminated the Xiongnu, we can think of the war between the two as a football match. The Western Han played the first half, and the Eastern Han took the ball in the second half. In the first half, the Xiongnu attacked fiercely, but the Han dynasty defended doggedly and prevented them from scoring. When the Xiongnu were exhausted in the second half, the Eastern Han team fought back, scored, and they won. This is a simple way for us to understand the war. During the Western Han Dynasty, the Xiongnu was very strong and powerful. In its prime, it is said that there were 300,000 string-controlling men, and some have claimed that the number was closer to a million. It's an impressive figure, but you're probably wondering what string-controlling means. As we said in a previous episode, the cavalry was a special force that had the most powerful troops in ancient times. The Xiongnu had up to a million of these skilled horse riders, who were also proficient at bow and arrow. Yes, string-controlling men. So strategically, the Xiongnu were hard to beat during the Western Han Dynasty. Now, let's look at how the Eastern Han Dynasty eliminated the Xiongnu step by step. In simple terms, they used barbarians to control barbarians. This victory was achieved in three steps. Number one, win over the pro-Han power of Xiongnu. In the late Western Han Dynasty, the Xiongnu split into southern and northern parts due to civil strife. The ruler that Wang Jiaojun married was the Chanyu of the southern Xiongnu a power that had begun to migrate to the Central Plains and obeyed Han Dynasty rule. By the time Guangwu Emperor Liu Xiu had established the Eastern Han Dynasty, Southern Xiongnu had become a vassal of the Han Dynasty. When the Edict of the Han Emperor reached Chanyu, he would kneel to accept it. The second step saw the Han Dynasty once again open up the connection with the Western regions. Here we should probably mention the renowned figure Ban Chao, who created two well-known Chinese idioms, including this one, to throw away his pen and join the army. Ban Chao was a scholar. His father and brother were both historian officials in the Han court, but his own ambitions were similar to those of Jiang Qian. He didn't want to be a civil official, but preferred to go to the western regions to make his contributions, so he laid down the pen and took up the sword. The other Chinese idiom created by Ban Chao is, how can one get the tiger's cubs except by going into the tiger's caves? He created this idiom while on a mission to the western regions, with whom the Han Dynasty had cut off communication for decades. He realized that the states and tribes of the western regions were hesitant to ally with the Han Dynasty or the Xiongnu. He also discovered a diplomatic mission from Xiongnu working in the western regions. At that time, Ban Chao said, how, how can, can we, we catch, catch tiger, tiger cubs without, without entering, entering the, the tiger's, tiger's lair? lair? He then led his entourage to kill the Xiongnu mission. The death of the Xiongnu envoys shocked the states and tribes of the western regions greatly, causing them to fall back to the Han Dynasty. Ban Chao took the opportunity to rebuild the western region's protectorate that was originally set up by the western Han Dynasty. Before that, the Han Dynasty and the western regions had been cut off for more than 60 years. The restoration of the management of the western regions by the Han Dynasty allowed the two parties to form an economic union again, and once again work together to fight the Xiongnu. 
With the Southern Xiongnu now pledging allegiance, the Eastern Han Dynasty was able to implement the third and final step in the elimination of the Xiongnu. Allied with the Southern Xiongnu, as well as the Qiang and Xianbei ethnic tribes, the empire jointly dispatched troops to attack the Northern Xiongnu. At that time, the Northern Xiongnu lost its water resources and pastures in the south. Moreover, the climate then entered a cold period, so they quickly failed in the war. A nation without a strong economy doesn't win a war. Some of the northern Xiongnu surrendered, and others moved westward. The problem of the Xiongnu that had plagued the Han Dynasty for over 300 years was solved. You are listening to Some You Missed in Chinese History, written and produced by But did the elimination of the northern Xiongnu benefit the eastern Han dynasty? In fact, neither the western nor the eastern Han wanted the northern Xiongnu to truly perish. They just had to prevent harassment at the border. According to records, after the southern Xiongnu yielded, there were 10 battles launched against the northern Xiongnu. Of these, the southern Xiongnu initiated six, and the Han dynasty started four. Why, you may wonder. Well, it was because the southern Xiongnu were eager to destroy the northern part and unify the state again. The eastern Han believed that although the southern Xiongnu had already surrendered, it would be a major disaster if they rebelled. Therefore, the eastern Han needed the northern Xiongnu to contain the southern part. Because of this, the eastern Han dynasty was willing to unite with the southern Xiongnu to fight against the northern part. At the same time, the Han Empire would also agree to the demand of the northern Xiongnu to send princesses there to Hochin by peace through marriage and repeatedly reject the demands of the south to eliminate the north. The intention was to maintain a long-term confrontation between the north and the south. This situation was most beneficial to the eastern Han Dynasty. However, this policy was broken by one person. She is the Empress Dowager Do the queen of the late Emperor Zhang of the Eastern Han Dynasty. After Emperor Zhang died, the new emperor was too young, so Queen Mother Dou took control. She had an elder brother named Dou Xian, who was a criminal who bullied men and women, forcibly occupied fields, murdered and robbed. During the Han Dynasty, those who violated the law could atone for their sins by going to the western regions to serve as an envoy or attack the Xiongnu. So Queen Mother Dou agreed to allow Dou Xian to lead the army to fight the northern Xiongnu. Ministers and officials opposed this decision. They said, previously we fought back the northern Xiongnu only if they invaded the border. Now they have not. To fight them for no reason did not cater to the public good, but would also cost too much. Dou Xian proposed to take the initiative to start a war, to escape punishment and gain a title, not for the benefit of the country. The Queen Mother refused to listen to the argument, insisting on sending Dou Xian to start the war. Dou Xian was lucky to catch the weakest time of the northern Xiongnu. In addition, the southern part was so excited that they actively cooperated with Han troops. Soon, the northern Xiongnu was defeated. The southern part grasped the opportunity to wipe out the northern Xiongnu. After the elimination of the northern Xiongnu, who was the biggest winner? It was not the Eastern Han Dynasty because the north was geographically separated by the south and there was no way for them to govern the land. After their failure, the rest of the northern Xiongnu moved westward. Their land was divided up between the southern Xiongnu and Xianbei tribes. 
At the time, another minority force emerged on the border of the Eastern Han Dynasty, named the Qiang. When these ethnic minorities grew stronger, they became a new threat to the Eastern Han Dynasty. Putting the threats to the empire aside, in the next episode of Stuff You Missed in Chinese History, we'll tell more stories about the integration of ethnic groups in China. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Patrick Flannery. See you next time. Special thanks go out to Sanlian Zhongdu for their help in creating the content for this show. If you like the podcast, please give us a rating and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. 